Welcome back to another Mercado Commodity Update. These short updates are designed to give you a summary of what is happening in the agricultural markets. We'll tend to cover grains, livestock and wool. Some weeks we may miss out on a commodity if we feel that there's not much to say. But generally, we'll just get straight to the point. Thanks for that intro, Andrew. For those listeners that aren't aware, Andrew's actually over in sunny Scotland enjoying a bit of a break at the moment. So the rest of the Mercado team will pull together the market report for this week. I'll kick it off with uh, cattle and sheep. This week we looked at the female slaughter ratio for cattle. Uh, the April figures have come out showing a slight decline in the female slaughter ratio. It's gone from 58.1 to 58% over the last month. And for the January to April period, the average for the year is at 55.3%, which is significantly above the 47% threshold. Uh, that determines whether we're in a rebuild or a destocking phase. If you contrast it to the 14 and 15 period, the uh, annual average for, for the first four months of the year was around 50.3, 50.4, so about five percentage points above that, which is significant. And that high level of uh, slaughter, in particular for females, is flowing through to really strong processor margins, which is not uncharacteristic when we see dry conditions uh, we also see processors uh, enjoy the benefit of those dry conditions and the lower cattle prices uh, in terms of uh, much better margins. So for May, we have seen the margin increase to the highest we've seen it this year so far at $276 per head of animal processed. Uh, we've also made some slight upgrades to the processor margin model where we're incorporating both uh, the Mercado and the AMPC model now. So we're covering uh, off on both cow input prices and steer input prices to make that model of processor margins a bit more reflective of the uh, market. Uh, so that's a, a new development there. If you want some more information, jump on the Mercado website to have a look at that. I'll switch across to sheep and lamb markets now. And we took a look at offtake levels of uh, or adult sheep offtake, in, in more in particular, and, and that's a similar type um, concept to the female slaughter ratio. The offtake for adult sheep shows us the situation for liquidation and rebuild uh, for the sheep flock. Uh, the threshold for sheep is actually around the 12% where, where the the flock is kind of stabilised, so anything uh, above that signifies liquidation and we're currently sitting around 14%, so that's quite significant. Uh, we really need, if we're going to see the sheep flock to increase in any significant way, we need to see that offtake figure get down below 10%, so at least a 4 to 5% decline from where we're currently sitting. And uh, one key factor that drives that offtake is the rainfall in that sheep rearing uh, districts around the country. So uh, looking at the rainfall uh, moving average that we assess uh, in terms of deciles, we're currently at a 0.2 decile at the moment for this year. And realistically, we need to see that up above uh, the median, so up above 0.5 rainfall deciles for those sheep rearing areas before we will start to see some form of a, a decline in the offtake and an increase in the flock. Uh, so um, it's something to keep an eye on uh, in the next few months to, to see if we can um, start to get a decent enough break through winter to um, get some benefit for our cattle and sheep producers. And I'll flick across to uh, Rob to uh, give us a bit more of a summary of some other markets. Thanks, Matt. Uh, there's not a lot of good news floating around the wool market this week. We, um, we saw the market pull back after what appeared to be a fairly positive attempt last week for the market to rally. Um, and that's only half the story, though. 
this week we had the lowest offering of wool since June of last year and uh, that wasn't all that was relating to supply. In fact, uh, we had a look back through our records going right back to 2015 and it was the lowest clearance of bales for the week. Uh, we only cleared about 18,000 bales. Fremantle wasn't selling, so that contributed, but it just t- shows us that um, with uh, low supply, you don't necessarily get prices squeezed up over time, and that's what we're seeing right now. Um, in terms of uh, supply, we had a look at AWTA test volumes. Um, compared to last year, they're down across the board 17.8%. Now, that's a significant amount, but you just need to dig into it a little bit more. If we look at the 16 micron indicators, it's actually up 21% on last year. 18 micron indicator is about square, just down 2%. But then when we look at the medium wools, 21 microns down 46%. Now, that's telling us the story of the market where you've got uh, a squeezing of supply for the medium wools and you've got an increase of supply as a result of the drought um, for the finer wools. So the whole micron premium thing is skewed along those lines. Um, Just of interest, the uh, cardings indicator, which is sort of comes across all the, or the carding supply, which comes across all categories, is down about 15 or 16% as well. So that's telling us that there is a general downturn in the wool supply. I'm a little bit. I was a little bit surprised to see that, according to AWTA test volumes, the crossbred section, so 27 to 30 micron, is also down 30 percent. Now, what it's doing, I think, is it's pushing pressure on the buyers. The buyers and uh, processors are looking to um, are looking very cautiously at uh, placing orders and bidding up because uh, if you do take on board orders in this low supply, uh, low clearance of wool. Uh, then you can get stuck uh, and not being able to fill them. And, of course, the secondary um, line running through the whole market for the last few months has been that the amount of good quality wool is really um, is of a really low ebb, and, and that's being offset, of course, by wools of higher uh, vegetable matter, uh, lower yields, um, just generally poorer quality wool. So that's making it more difficult. So... Um, the low volume, poor quality impacting on buyers' confidence. I think um, something that we're going to have a look at in the next couple of weeks, and uh, Andrew Woods has been doing some work on this in our Mercado analysis, is to have a look at you know what's likely to happen when this quality of wool uh, changes, and it will change. You know the drought doesn't last forever. Um, we're seeing some rains coming through and uh, and some areas improving. So what happens then? Does the market improve or? Are we really seeing a genuine um, decline in demand for the wool? And I guess that's uh, we're leaning towards that sort of a, a um, what would you say, an opinion. But um, you know, we'll have a look at that in a bit more detail. So, uh, by and large, um, it's not a great story for wool this week. I think one other thing that I'd just like to leave you with is that. Um, the wool exporters, those people who sit in the rooms buying wool, must be also feeling the pinch right now because they're basically work on volumes and, and making you know a, a price for each bale they buy. Uh, the la- lesser number of bales uh, coming through, the lesser number of bales being sold, um, it's got to be impacting on their businesses. And we, we've seen over the years a consolidation of those businesses. It's not 
out of the realms of possibility to see further consolidation coming forward as this clip, um, if this clip doesn't recover at the, at the end of the drought, if the sheep numbers don't improve and the wool volumes don't improve, then um, they're going, we're going to see that section of the industry uh, continue to contract. So um, I feel the bearer of bad feel like I'm the bearer of bad news this week. Um, however, that's where we see it. Hopefully next week we can come back with a much more positive story. Thanks, Matt, and back to you. Yeah, thanks for that, Robert. That is a great summary of the wool market as it stands at the moment. Okay, so uh, you agricultural trendsetters out there, that's the end of our uh, market comment for the week. And uh, I trust you have a good weekend, and we'll speak to you again next week. Cheerio.